Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 66 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. 66. Was that a Lemuse number? It was. Wow. I remind that every time I go up and down the stairs in my house. Holy shit. We are all the way up to Mario Lemieux episode number. Um, amazing. Amazing. Can't believe we've made it this far. Jerry's completely confused. I know. Well, I can't hear anything. In my, I guess I probably should have said that before we started. <laughs> but I can hear you talk. But I, I, I realized that I was, I was on my Mark Turgeon stats. You guys, how you guys doing? I'll you, come back in a couple. Gotcha. Minutes. You were very distracted. Clearly, <laughs> uh, wings, beers, and tears. Give, Give us a listen. Uh, subscribe. Uh, Google Play, Apple, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. We are here, and we are here to entertain you with some DMV sports facts and entertainment. So here we go. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? I am Todd, joined as always by Jerry. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. And Jeremy? Always happy to see you boys. Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. So we are going to kick it off tonight with some Terps basketball talk. And we're going to talk some NFL. The biggest question in the room at, at the Washington football complex is... What the fuck are we doing at quarterback? Yeah, QBX, so, folks. So QBX. we will we will solve all those worries for you. That's going to be so exciting to talk about because <laughs> I have some I have some great hypotheticals. I can't wait for that. And then finally, we're going to finish it off with uh, we're going to finish it off with some caps talk. And there is a lot of caps talk to be had. Holy shit! So we got a jam packed hour for you on wings, beers, and tears. Let's get right into it. Terps basketball. Every week we come on here and bash them. They come up with a, a win on the road against a ranked opponent. So I'm going to give you the positive stats off the bat. First time in program history, they have beat three ranked teams on the road. They're still not going to get to 500, in my opinion. That's the negative stat. Um, I think Jerry uh, wants to uh, go ahead and take the floor from here on out. So, Jerry, what you got on Terps basketball, which have a huge game tonight at home against 14 Wisconsin. All right. I don't have anything on that, but this is what I have. <laughs> we got a text from our buddy, our favorite listener, Mitch, uh, talking about because we were kind of poo pooing Mark Turgeon, and I don't really want to do that. I mean, I know it's kind of fun because I'm so negative uh, generally in, as a person, but um, no, I don't want to no, come no, off no. as a Mark Turgeon hater because I'm not. I get frustrated that he's not better, but um, I do probably do not appreciate how his attributes, right? Okay. So, Mitch kindly pointed out to us that after a particular win, Mark Turgeon was the second fastest coach to 200 wins in Maryland history. Which is a fact, by the way. Right. Um, a true one, even. Keep in mind that there's probably only been five coaches that have actually coached 200 games <laughs> at Maryland, so it's not like he's doing it out of like a 50, right? Okay. He's one out of five. Right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so there was Lefty who coached, 507 games. There is Mark Turgeon, who's coached 319 games. There's G Money, who coached 713 games. There's uh, Silly Bud Milliken, who coached... I forgot about Bud Milliken. 423 games. How can and, we forget Bud Milliken? And then there's Sly Burton <laughs> Shipley, uh, who from 1924 to 1947 coached... Uh, Remember it well. Uh, 471 <laughs> games, right? So the rest, there's Bob Wade, who can forget that. I try. I try all the <clears> time. What a disaster the Bob Wade era was. <laughs> there's, the, there's the Flucy Stewart era <laughs> and Frank, Frank Fellows. Um, so the competition there to reach 200 is, is limited, first of all. <laughs> okay. Um, but Mark Turgeon 
surprisingly, has a higher winning percentage at Maryland than uh, than Gary Williams does. Which I'm not surprised by that. I am. I'm okay, here's real quick. Here's why I'm not surprised. He inherited a healthy program. That, well, Gary inherited a bowl of shit. And I'm talking for four, five, yeah. six years. Like we're talking about almost on the yeah. deathbed. Oh, like a massive kettle. Honest to God, if Walt Williams doesn't. It was Walt Maryland. Williams and Jeremy Todd and Jerry. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and some guy named Mitch Kupchak. No, no, was it Mitch Kupchak? Yeah, Mitch Kupchak played. I still have the Did old. He really? Yeah, I still have an old. Uh, uh, I went to East Coast games with my dad, and I used to have a, a a Maryland program that had Cedric Lewis on the front. Oh, I love Cedric Lewis. Yeah, Cedric. but I think there was I think there was a whitey that played like at the end of the bench. He's like from Calvert Hall or something. His name was Mick. I think it was maybe uh, I'm. Bo- you, you sure it wasn't Mitch Tregoning? No, I think it was <laughs> Cupcheck, but I was always like, I want to be that guy, you know. Um, but yes, uh, but no. So winning percentage wise, that doesn't surprise me. Simply and, because of of again, Gary inherited absolutely the the, the worst possible scenario. And Gary, uh, once he got going, had better teams and played really tough schedules. Yeah, he was yeah, a, yeah, he yeah. was always a you know half your first games are going to be potentially against ranked teams. But now cl- in, in Turge's defense, yes, he inherited a really good program. Um, they went from the ACC when the ACC was the strongest conference in the in the country. And then they changed to the Big Ten, and within two or three years, the Big Ten is the strongest conference in the country. So, I mean, winning, you know, getting to 200 wins is no small feat. No, and he he has apparently, since 2011, when he started to now, um, he's got four NCAA tournaments and a regular season championship, which is, I think, is the one where we couldn't go to the tournament because it was COVID. Yep. Yeah, it was Um, last year. But, uh, and... I don't know how far he made it. It looks like uh, in 2014 to 15, the first year in the Big Ten, Maryland went 28 and seven, and that may have been they were ranked AP high was eight. Wow. Uh, the next year they were AP preseason three. Um, they finished. Uh, they got as high as two and went 18, and then since that time. Um, they started preseason 25 in 2016, finished highest ranked with 17, didn't finish ranked. And then at one point in 2000, uh, last year, they started preseason seven, went as high as three, finished at 12. Mm-hmm. So I understand the point where um, where Mark Turgeon is, uh, maybe I'm poo-pooing him too much, uh, but we have to keep in mind that the fastest to 200 is really just against four other dudes, four or five guys, um, some of which coached in the 40s and 30s when guys <laughs> were probably smoking on the bench and <laughs> playing in peach baskets, right? Not not really basketball. Right. Um, so it's really he's against two coaches. Yeah, it's really he's him against, up against Lefty and Gary. And Gary, yeah. Um, well, but that's, uh, that's a tough ask. And the, Yeah, it is. But the fact that he's in that ballpark with those two – is is I think I think that's which is why he hasn't been fired. Correct, right? and I He's think that was Mitch's point was, and and well, and and we have made the point too, just probably more negatively in that he he pisses us off. I think he has underachieved with really really talented teams, and that's disappointing. You know what? You're right. That's what it is. It's it's not the end season. It's not the regular season because he'll have some good wins. And oh sure, and he'll Certainly. be competitive. Right. It's the end of the year, which is what anybody remembers, because 
and this wasn't Lefty's forte either. Mm-mm. You know, Lefty was Very there true. seventeen years and went there, went to the tournament. Looks like eight times. Yeah, but back then you had to win the whole. That's true. To yeah, get that's true. So it's yeah, apples yeah. and oranges because right. That was the ACC yeah. game against NC State, which was the real national yes. championship. <laughs> exactly game. right. That that's true. Apples and peaches. But but Gary Williams uh, coached twenty two years, went to fourteen tournaments. See, and there. See, when you do the ratio of fourteen out of twenty two, and you consider the fact that the first. Three years they were even ineligible. Right. Ineligible, yes. And then the next three, he was basically building the program back. You're really talking about 14 out of 16 to 17 years, yeah. right? Yep. So you said it last week, Jerry. Making the tournament was the that was the basement. For, it was for always the Sweet 16. Oh, like you knew he was going the first weekend. Sure. I and mean, it's just can we get past the correct. grade eight? And and that's I, I I think that's where if I had to to be in a debate and argue is Turgeon a good coach or not, I would say. If you compare him to a guy like Gary, he does, he's not even close. But compare him to his other peers right now in the Big Ten, and I think most of the coaches that have been there a little while have a better ratio of getting to the tournament and getting to the second weekend. I will say this. Yeah, I would say so. He owns Flucy Stewart's record. <laughs> <laughs> Turgeon is a much better. Flucy Stewart from 1948 to 1950, not really that great. So, Mark, you're, you're better than that. All right, so getting da- getting down to the current team, they're they're really an anomaly. They obviously have enough high end talent to compete with the big boys. Um, they can't do it consistently, which isn't that surprising considering it's a really really good conference, arguably the best in the country, and they've got great big men. Maryland has no big men yeah. to speak of at all. And I don't I don't know that it's even arguable. I mean, I'm yeah, bi- I think, I'm biased, but no, I think the Big Ten is the best conference. You know, at least you know when you talk about top ten or twelve of the fourteen. But it just it boggles your mind how and why they they just they shoot thirty five percent and look listless against a team like Purdue, and then go out and completely dominate Illinois. And they did dominate Illinois. They and, just yeah, and they, Minnesota and Minnesota. Weekend, yeah, you know? absolutely. So uh, those things just don't make a ton of sense to me. But again, it's a weird year. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you get frustrated though with Turge. And I don't know how much. I mean, maybe Jerry's been more harsh on it. And I don't really pay attention. But I, I, I you know, I, I mean, in terms of it doesn't bother me. Like I don't think we've been that harsh at all. I mean, we're not we're not like you know we're not sucking him off. But you know, it's <laughs> thank God. Yeah, well, that too. Well, but that, I mean, things have veered. He's, He's he's just he's he's good. He's not great, and we expect greatness. And I think he can get there. And I think one thing I look at for getting back to this year's team is what is it? I think they've played six games against the top six team or five teams. One against the bottom five. Yep. I mean, and that's you know fair enough. And I know three and six. And I think earlier you're talking about not getting back to five hundred. I mean, you're talking about in conference, obviously, right? Absolutely. Because they're two over, I think, and mm-hmm. um, you know, overall, I think as long as they stay over five hundred, they're gonna need another probably you know quality win. It's gonna be end up being a pretty successful season. This is one of these things too. We talked about it with the Caps. How many games have they played now? Was it sixteen? Mm-hmm. So they'd usually be what four games into the Big Ten season, right? And, and instead, what, twelve or nine or I guess no, it's nine. You know, so it's like. What you saw last game, the defensive rotations, and the, the, the it was unbelievable. It's like, where you know was this? Where has this been? Right. If they've been doing that all along, you're not going to lose that Purdue game. There's a couple mm-hmm. games you're not losing. Sure. So hopefully this is the progression, and they can keep it up because they look good. Scott and Ayala are starting to be you know reliable. Yeah, they're um, kind of the go-to guys. I'll, I'll give Wiggins a lot of credit oh, because he did not have a good shooting night the other night, yeah. but he still was a catalyst on the team. What do you have? Ten boards, four blocks, three yeah. steals, something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, that that's a really 
that you know that it means he's chipping in at both ends. And when this team buys in defensively, absolutely, they're they're not bad. Well, I should have mentioned him first. I was saying I always count on him, probably, right. and I probably right. I give him to give him too much crap because I expect so much. It's just to me, Scott and Ayala have become you know knock on wood consistent as well. Right, right. It's the 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 two games that frustrated me were the Rutgers game because they were <laughs> they were in it, but then they they got beat by one dude. Yep, you know. Yep, and that was and it was a guard. And Isn't that, that kid, Harper's kid, yeah, yeah. that yeah. kid's yes. really good. He is very good. But we our guard is our strength. So you, I, I, I would have thought we've had a better one. And obviously the Indiana game because that was in our clutches. Yes, we, you know, and should then, not have lost that game. It, right. So, um, but you know, they got Wisconsin tonight. Then they got winnable games. Purdue, hey. They did they they beat the well that game also was frustrating. Oh yeah, she came yeah, all the way back. That's oh no, that, that's a very winnable game. Yeah. But that's a winnable game. Penn State, I get it. Penn State is is better. The you know they they but you should, you're Maryland. You should beat Penn State. Um, and then they have after tonight, obviously Wisconsin's pretty good. Um, they got Ohio State on the on the eighth of February. Then they got Minnesota at home. Then they got some winnable game now. Um, Nebraska, Rutgers, Michigan State, who hasn't played, I think, in a month because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, been like three weeks. Northwest and Penn State. So now you can start to make a little bit of a run. Right. If there is a tournament. Um, I mean, if, if if they have a run in them, like Jeremy said, and like you just said with the schedule, it's backloaded in their favor. Yeah. Um, I just I, I think this team is we're going to be frustrated as hardcore fans. I think it's going to be a roller coaster the rest of the way. I really do. Can they just get to 500 in conference? That's because that's if the goal. they do, they're going to the tournament. Probably. Uh, I think if they do, they're a lock. They I think their index is going to be high enough seed. at that at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean they're, they're three and six right now, and if the the schedule's backloaded, yeah. and you can. But the problem is, is I have no confidence that they're going to beat the Nebraskas of the world. Right. So you're like, okay, we got this one, and then they'll come out and lay a fucking egg. No, correct. You know? They have just, and I said this last week, they have just as good a chance tonight against number 14 Wisconsin as they do against Purdue. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's just the yeah, nature of this right team. you right about that. You know? Yeah. That, I want to see a look at this like we were looking at Washington football this year. You know, not that the, the, obviously the conference is the strongest as opposed to the worst division, but you have a chance to play well at the end of the season and, and make a run. You know, just because of how everything's falling. Sure. You know, you you know, you get to again, you get to five hundred. You're a six or a seven seed, probably. You're five hundred in this conference, honestly. So I mean, right now, you know, who you know, who knows? I don't know if it was Lenardi or whatever, but they're saying that Maryland's in right now and Duke's out. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> that was Lenardi. So, End the season right now, Duke, yeah, you're out. Yeah. You're well, fired. I mean, one thing, obviously, the criticism of Maryland is they don't have a lot of playmakers, right? They're not that explosive in scoring and everything, but. With the schedule that they have played and the adversity that they faced, they should be mentally tough. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, they should be battle tested. So that was Turge's quote this week. They were like, you know, so you, you guys are still battling. He's like, we got everything to play for. He goes, we're Maryland, we're tough, and he goes, we've proven. He goes, we can beat anybody. He goes, you know what? We could lose to anybody too. Yeah. He goes, so these guys, every single game, and they have to work. Yep. But but I like I like the way he said that. He's like, we're Maryland, we're tough, and we can beat anybody. You know what though? If they can go to, I mean. As it stands right now, of the remaining games, they play three ranked opponents, one of which they've already beaten, um, two of which they've already beaten, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So there is nobody left on their schedule where they should be like, oh, shit. You know, obviously, if they play Iowa, I think they're going to lose the majority of those, and it's probably yeah. not going to be close. Same with Michigan. Same with Michigan. Bad yep. matchup. But these guys that remain on their schedule – now, Emma, Michigan State is Michigan State, so you never know. They haven't. They've only played like four games, but 
the rest of them. Tonight's going to be interesting because we beat Wisconsin there out of nowhere. Right. And we had come off two really because bad losses. We were crushing yeah. them. Right? Oh, we, we, we were that destroying was the night them. We were the, the definitely the harshest on them. Without question. You know Wisconsin's going to come back with something different. Yeah. And I will say in that game, Maryland just shot the lights out. And I think Wisconsin was a little, little cold. And they made a run at the end and Maryland held them off. Tonight's defensive effort is going to tell me a lot about Maryland. Well, that's where you get, you know, you get scared. I, I, I would say scared as opposed to negative because, so you know, you almost don't expect them to win the night. You know, it'd be great, but you, you know, beat a good team twice in one year doesn't usually happen. Sure, when you're three and seven, mm-hmm. that's just not great. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. I, I know Todd no, doesn't think they're going to win tonight. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, mean, think I, I think tonight. it's coin flip at best because again, I don't expect <clears throat> to beat that team twice. I just don't. Maybe in Minnesota, knock on wood, because we kind of own, you know. Richie there, but um, right, you know, but it, it, no game's a guarantee, like Turge said. So nope. that, that's where you know the margin for error is gone. It's one of those deals, you know. But we'll see. Now every single game is going to be a battle, and uh, you know we'll see how it plays out. Wait, so give, give me give me your uh, give me your prediction for tonight, Jeremy. I'm going to be a little bit of a, a homer here and go 66, 62 Maryland. I'm going to go uh, 76, 65 Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's going to score that much. I'm, I'm going to go 65-61 Wisconsin. Okay. All right. So go Terps. We're rooting for you. And uh, I, uh, if we're not harsh enough, we'll be more harsh next week. So you yeah, can come back till, and prove wait, us wrong. Wait, wait till Turgeon <laughs> loses to Penn State and then come back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. All right. So as promised, moving on, we are going to get into some NFL talk. And before we hit the the quarterback carousel of the offseason with the Washington football team, which seems like it's the drama of every single offseason in this town. Only the last 20 years or so. <laughs> Seriously. Um, let's real quick preview the Super Bowl matchup in a couple weeks. Wait a minute. Jason Witten just retired. I thought he was already retired. Yeah, he was. He, he came was, back. came back, then now he's retired. Oh, I thought he retired the second time already. He, he actually played have. this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. good, good career, in, Jason Witten. Wasn't he in, uh, so he, so he won't be playing quarterback for Washington. Though. We don't have no. no, you never know. <laughs> never can't tell. Um, all right. So in the, uh, in the AFC championship game, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, definitely flexed their muscles on Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo made it a little easier on them, I think. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Allen forgot how to throw the ball away, <laughs> it appeared. Um, well, he liked 15-yard sacks. So it it's all good. So, so for all K- of his attributes, and he's been a good – he had a great year, great year. In the playoffs – he didn't look that great. Allen? No. No. I mean, he sucked against the Ravens. No. Um, really his first foray, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, 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 I got you. But let's – everybody's elevating up here. I, I said when they played the Ravens, I just don't trust him. And I still don't trust him in big games. Now, right. he could turn out to have a great fucking career. He probably will. But uh, he looked like shit against uh, Kansas City. Yeah, he did not look good. And he looked like shit against the Ravens. Yeah, and he didn't look great in the first freaking game. Who they play? Um, Indy. Indy. He didn't look so well. I mean, three three good defenses, and 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 the thing with Kansas City is you simply know how many points they're going to score, and the pressure to make plays is always there. Yeah. And a playmaker like Allen, if you pressure him to make a play, fifty fifty whether you're going to get yeah. a good result as a defense, and they did. And as that game wore on. Allen just wasn't disciplined enough to throw the ball away or, or make his reads a little bit quicker. He was going for the big big hitter. And, I mean, he threw two picks in the red zone in the second half. Uh, you just yeah. can't do that. So, yeah. you know. But but good on KC. I'm not okay, surprised I mean, they're back. Yeah, they're, they're fucking they're the good. Best. I mean, they're so fun, good, yeah. man. I hope they fucking crush the Bucks. I'm so sick of Tom Brady. <laughs> I am so right. sick of Tom Brady. So here's the deal. And Aaron Rodgers, run the fucking ball, dude. Dude, 
Rodgers, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. God damn, is he disappointing in the big games. <laughs> I mean, and well, again, it's not all on him. Uh, Green Bay's defense has been great all year, and Tom just went through him. Can you yeah. fucking believe the end of that half? Right when they no. who first of all who the fuck is Scotty Miller? I've never heard of that. Scotty guy. Miller, dude, but he's a uh, fast white guys. Any, yeah, he's like he's like Amendola. You Amendola, know, anybody Beasley that or. goes man coverage at the end of the half, one on one with a speedster, is a fucking moron. How so are you foolish. not in zone? So foolish. Even yeah. if you give up a uh, well, didn't they drop a pick right before that? Yeah, I mean, even if you give up a, a, a field goal chance, at least, I just don't know how you let someone get behind you. So that's bad coaching. And then you don't go for it on fourth down in the fourth quarter when you know you have Tom Brady on the side. They're, all they have to do is get a first down. Well, yeah, this is your shot. No sense. And it sounded like he and uh, LaFleur, it was LaFleur? LaFleur. We're not on the same page. Well, with the, here's the with thing, the right? Usually when you're in the red zone, especially when the game's on the line, you have a sequence of scenarios that you've already pre-planned. And by pre-planned, I mean in the huddle before, through the headset, very recently, right? So if you're third and goal from the eight and you're down eight, you're inside of four minutes, don't you tell your quarterback, you got two plays to get in the end zone right now? Yeah, or not. Obviously, he didn't because Rodgers had all that green space. Even if Rodgers gets knocked out at the two, well, now fourth and two, you're salivating. You're fucking going for it. I, I don't know why Rodgers didn't run. Well, I don't either. That, yeah, that was the and that's my point is I don't think he had the confidence in LaFleur that they were going to go for it on fourth, and he figured, I got one shot at the end zone here, which well, is uh, not the way you play. Apparently, the, to me, from what I heard, the issue was that base LaFleur said, hey, call your play on third down. It, you know, This is your play. You call it. But what he was thinking was if we, don't get, it, if we get zero, we're going to kick the field goal. If we get a few yards, we'll go for it. But obviously, they weren't on the same page because right. Rodgers didn't didn't play that play like that at all. To your point, yeah, you could have got yeah. to run it down to the two and then gone for I it. I just yeah. I don't you know? understand the analytics of ever thinking you should kick a field goal there. And and if you're inside the ten, you know there's like three or four minutes left. It's uh, exactly and not to not to you know and you kick it, you're down five. It's not like you can. Yeah. Well, it's not it's, like you're down yeah. two. Exactly. It's not like it, it, bingo, bingo, bingo. Yeah. And just I understand all around stupid yeah. fucking. Decision. Well, I understand if you if you get the touchdown, it's still not a uh, uh, a done deal because you have to get the two right. point conversion. But to your point, Jerry, at least at that point, now you got three and a half minutes, and you're only down a field or you know a field yeah, goal. Yeah, now it. you could get a field right. goal. Right. To, to, well, well, it was it was kind of a pointless three points. Really. Well, I, I really thought so too. But I guess the analytics people are saying, well, it was like two point four, two point five percent chance more. I guess mainly because it's to win. So I guess you know you're only down five. This so is then you why everybody hates win. fucking yeah, nerds. Exactly. <laughs> so it gives you a better chance to win, but it doesn't give you a better chance to tie, which is honestly more important at that point, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, agreed. Well, what are the chances that Tom Brady isn't going to get a couple first downs? Well, that's that's the, the other I mean, part. Of and, it. and here's uh, the other thing: analytics. Kiss my. It's not like you have <laughs> Kyle Allen in that situation. You have Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Right. The chances yeah. of Aaron Rodgers making a play are much greater, notwithstanding the statistics. <laughs> Of making that play. Certainly. And if Kyle Allen's on the other side, maybe you do kick it because you're like, we're going to get the ball back. But at that point, you're right. That was was their chance. That was their effort. It was a great drive. They put themselves in perfect position, and then they fucking blew it. But there's a failure on all things because for some reason, Aaron Rodgers did not want to run. He had two plays where he could run. I I do not get it. I don't know what it is. And then after the game, he's talking about how he's not going to be in Green Bay and he doesn't know if he – what the fuck's his – I mean, I guess he wants a new contract, but Jesus Christ, dude. Isn't he 37? I mean, how stupid do do people – Yeah, he's 37 because he's six years younger than Brady. I like Mark Murphy. (laughs) You know, oh, is Aaron Rodgers going to be traded? He's like, 
Do you think we're stupid? <laughs> He's not. We traded. I don't give a shit how much he bitches. I'm, I'm not trading that guy. Right. You can offer me 17 first round picks. We're not trading him. <laughs> um, so Super Bowl, uh, hopefully high scoring, hopefully entertaining. Um, it'll be down in Tampa, which is going to be for the first time ever. The host site will have uh, the the team that plays in that arena as one of the participants. So it's it's you know. You know, of all the years it's been at the Superdome in Louisiana, New Orleans didn't make it. Of all the years it's been in Miami, the Dolphins didn't make it. Yep. it you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you have the, the the Super Bowl site is Tampa, and the Bucks are in the game. Uh, do you guys know how many people are actually going to attend? Twenty five percent, I think. Twenty five percent is about okay. fifteen thousand. Okay, think half of which will be given away to you Corporate. know first responders. Yep. That kind of, you yep, know, yep. 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 Okay. Uh, I think uh, workers. I'd like to see Kansas City boat race them. It'd be great, wouldn't yeah, it? You know? Wouldn't like a fifty-two to thirty-five be fun? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd yeah. like to see a good game. I Kansas City's just incredible in terms of their ability to, you know, to be able to do like these explosive plays from yeah. anywhere on the field. I know you hate Hill. I hate him, but I just hate him as a is person. Is he is he just an incredible Even player? I've never met him. That's not fair. That's stupid. What he's he do? he's he's a video game player. Yeah, Did you? Uh, there was one play um, where they threw it out to him, and like in the flat, yeah. and he <laughs> it it was actually like I, I was t- watching it with Holly. It was actually like the defensive player just couldn't move. He was just standing there, and <laughs> yeah, you ever exactly. seen those movies where like he's frozen? Yeah, like one well, guy's frozen a, and everybody it, else is. Well, moving? it was like a force field or something. So <laughs> yeah. I can frozen run. with fear. Yeah, I can run, but I can't actually get close to the guy. And and so Hill gets the gets the ball and actually just runs around the dude, and the guy's just standing there. <laughs> so and I looked hysterical. At, I looked at Holly. I said, "That guy probably runs a four four. Yeah. yeah, and he's probably like the most athletic dude we'll ever see. And and we're just gonna just and bash that him. guy just yep. basically." Took three steps before he could yeah. move one. It was like it was one of us, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, insane. it's too funny. It's uh, like, uh, but uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's insane. The guy that fumbled the punt that came back and and, and yeah, made him. Yeah. He's yep. a, he's also a freak. He's his upside's huge. Oh, just he's he's nuts. And then you have uh, Kelsey down the middle. Oh. So if you're if he's one on one with any safety, God, is he a beast? Yeah. No, they're. They're great. Um, I want them to win only because I just I don't want to see I don't want to see Brady win again. I, I I admire the hell out of the guy. His um his stubbornness and his ability to stay disciplined is unfucking believable to me. But I, I'm kind of done with that story now. I'm like, okay, move on. You're 43. Your wife's freaking hot. Be done now. Yeah, it's yeah go I off into the sunset already. Pretty much feel the same way. I, I'm just trying to not be completely, you know bored with the game and all that so you know what if he wins it kind of sticks it to belichick at least a little bit a little bit i, I kind of like that yeah. but I, i'm i'm pulling for casey you know what though. jeremy i like the silver lining you brought <laughs> up uh, you know um now i like casey and hey it's the super bowl it's on tv there will be some fans there there will be some commercials and you know it's not going to be the same but uh well, we're can, on, on the path to get yeah better, kansas you know? city at their game they probably had it looked like uh, they had like thirty thousand people. I thought, dude, the upper deck. I was like, what the hell's going on? Green so Bay I was like, too, this, right? Yeah, in Green Bay. Yep. So these actually sound now. Maybe the sound was. That's a combo, enhanced. but still. But but uh, but it actually sounds like a football game. Yes, having having a portion of the people there does make it look and feel and sound <clears throat> a little bit more like what we're used to. I will say that there's more fans there at twenty five percent than the Redskins draw at one hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're. Sure, shit louder. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, 15,000 fans in KC or whatever it was, 25,000. Hell of a lot louder than 75,000 at FedEx, that fucking dump. All right, let's talk about our boys. All right, so let's get down so to the Washington. We don't have to do a prediction for the Super Bowl because we No, no, we'll year. do that next week. We'll do that next week. All right, so. Um, Jerry, I will let you take the lead on this. Washington football team enters right. the post, you know, postseason now or the, the offseason now. And all I fucking hear on the radio is who are they going to get at quarterback? Well, think about it. Think about it. It is the most important thing they can do because if you look at the final four, all the teams had good quarterbacks. That's a fact. So um, it is obviously very, very important. It looks like here are the different scenarios as it stands right now. It looks like um, Dak Prescott has not been signed. He will command $40 million a year. Uh, I assume the Cowboys will – they have to make that decision soon, but I assume they will pay. Um, I don't think Dak's going anywhere. He's off the right. team. Uh, Deshaun Watson has been mentioned. It looks like he really wants to leave. Um, I don't know if Houston's going to do it. but Now, they haven't hired a coach yet, have they? They have not. See, I think if they hire Biennemi from KC, I don't, th- I don't think Deshaun's right. going anywhere. Stafford, That's kind of my thought, too. Yeah, but. Stafford's going. Like he's th- yes. th- there's a mutual agreement between Correct. I think both sides have said yeah. we're going to move on. Yep. He's, he's against cannibalism, so I think he decided <laughs> not to <laughs> Which, play for Campbell. But let's let's assume that Watson is available, right? Let's assume Watson's available. Um, so he's he's a potential target. Um, Stafford, I think, really is the domino because uh, according to Pro Football Talk, there's been half a third of the league. So that's eleven teams um, have contacted already about. Detroit about um, now a lot of that could be from Detroit trying to drum up interest um, but I'm sure there are a ton of teams that are inquiring and would like to get oh I'm sure there are he will be the domino because if it you know obviously the teams you're hearing the natural fit is Indy they're a quarterback away right Um, and so if he would go there um, that would be uh, a natural fit Redskins or Washington is a natural fit too he would obviously be a, a, a massive upgrade over who, who they've had, mm-hmm, um, and for they sure. they pick higher than Indy, so okay. their first round picks a little bit more valuable. Um, you've also heard like San Francisco, yeah, that's what I was but bring San up. Francisco has Jimmy G. Not that he's great, but he you know he's under a lot. Of, he's a high dollar contract, a cap sure. hit. But what what I'm saying is, is if you don't get Stafford, he goes to a team that has an established quarterback. The Raiders are also yeah. being talked about. Yeah, Dallas is also being talked about, which makes sense if you're Dallas. You can get Stafford, pay him half the cost of Dak, get a above you know top twelve quarterback, let Dak walk, and now you saved twenty million dollars on your cap. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But so the dominoes are going to be interesting. Um, the junkie said today that they heard that the Redskins really like Derek Carr. <laughs> okay, they love Derek Carr for whatever reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> Only um, if he's cheap, I guess. Right. So, but but if the Raiders would get Stafford, then that would mean Carr would be available. Now is Carr under contract? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that I mean if they if they get Stafford, oh, they're not for sure. Him and Carr. So, so your point is the, the point is is even if Stafford doesn't go to Washington, if he goes to some place that has an established quarterback, that's that going to begin the domino effect of right, who right. becomes available and and you know exactly. all I the different scenarios. I would be stunned if Washington's starting quarterback is on the roster today. Absolutely. Absolutely stunned. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to think that they're going to make a play for one of those guys. And like you said, Jerry, I'm hoping that uh, they're uh, they're not cheap, but I hope that they're prudent 
I hope that they make what well, they got, consider you to give be, up your one. You're going to give up a one, and you're going to give up. Uh, are you really going to give up a one if Carr is is out there? You might not have to give up the one for Carr. I think you got to give up uh, one for Carr. You yeah. might be able to go a two and a three, is what I was thinking. Well, let's but see. Let, let, maybe a two in pain, or use yeah. one of your assets. Well, one of the. I mean, too. you got to get rid of one of those guys because you can't sign all four. That's of them. just it, yeah. man. People are like, I don't want to give away these guys. And it's like, well, you're not going to have them all when the when the next contract yeah. comes up. I, so. I think, unfortunately, because I actually love both of the guys, I think Payne or Allen is. A good trade piece because just because we're not going to be able to sign because you really can't even think of four guys it's five guys because of Ionitis which we've already signed I believe yep but to a decent deal so I just think you're not going to be able to keep all five as the bottom line and so with Ionitis in there edge rushers are a little bit more important um, I think that you know hell if you can somehow keep your one and trade one of those two guys with a second or something. And they also have an extra third this year from San Fran, which is a little bit higher than their own pick, Hmm. which could be, you know, a relatively valuable piece. Dude, I'm looking at Derek Carr's stats. Check them out. They're not bad. He's not. He's not a bad quarterback. No, he's well, I, again. He's I, it's, it's value because right. you wouldn't have to give up that much. You don't pay him. That, he's making that much. So. Look, this year, uh, this past year, his team went eight and eight. Um, he threw for forty one hundred yards. Wow. Twenty seven touchdowns and nine interceptions for his career. He's thrown a hundred. Actually, his weapons are okay. Yeah, for his career, he has thrown one hundred and seventy touchdowns and seventy picks. Wow. That's and that's good. with a few years in Houston when they were terrible, right? Yeah, I think so. No, he's always been in Oakland. Oh, so, so his brother, I guess, maybe. Yeah, it was his brother. You're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. Um, so uh, no, only his, Oakland? his yeah, worst year at Oakland, they went 4-12, and 12, and he threw for 19 picks and 10 interceptions with 4,000 yards, which is a lot better than what Alex Smith did. Because, yeah. uh, you know, those our guys combined were like as many interceptions – yeah, uh, and as many touchdowns. Yeah, Nineteen so. and ten is your worst year when you're four and twelve is not so bad. Yeah, so I mean, one seventy um, to seventy in the career is pretty impressive. Actually, he, he like he had one he had one where twelve where they went twelve and three, twenty eight and six. Um, his the next year they went six and nine. He was twenty two and thirteen. That was probably statistically his worst year. That was in two thousand seventeen. Um, but he was still selected to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, twelve I'm, guys. Going yeah, to that Pro in a bowl. bag of chips. You, you know, know, but he has not. You know, it's it's like anything else. You you look at the stats. A lot of them probably are weighed in losses mm-hmm. that he's getting blown out and sure, to throw. Sure. Right? So they're probably inflated. And I think maybe the fans out there and maybe the Maylock and all those guys, if they're looking at Matt Stafford, that means they're not happy with him. Sure. And it's probably because they're just not winning with him. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, they are... How, how, many, how often do you see that in sports, and, though? They're 47 and 63 under him. So right. that's that's it. It's not stats. It's wins. Right. You, you hear 27 to 9 touchdowns to interceptions, and you hear all these good things. But like you said, the career record's significantly under 500. Maybe this... You know, maybe this organization and this roster needs their own overhaul just for a fresh start. And if another team could be the beneficiary of that, you see that all the time in the NFL with quarterbacks. You know, you really do. Well, I mean, and Denver uh, is mentioned with Stafford. And then if he goes, do you keep Drew Locke? Do you let Drew yeah. Locke go? Well, I think that's, that's I think the Drew whole Locke thing. sucks. Who yeah. gives a shit? The, dominoes, the domino theory <laughs> is what's right on because a guy like Locke, a guy like Darnold, there's some guys who – are not great, but still have potential. So I mean, you're going to see, you could see like 15 new quarterbacks next year. I mean, that's I, I don't remember ever even more than what six or seven. Mm-hmm. This is I've never seen anything like this. It's crazy, you know. So and maybe I'm more focused on it because of the 
Washington situation, but it's just, I, you know, the other, thing, the, op- the other side of that is if certain dominoes don't fall, it could get boring and only four or five guys move, and then who knows. But All right, so I'm going to pose this question um, to you guys because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but he's been brought up many times in the media and, and here on this podcast. If, <clears throat> if Stafford goes for some crazy amount, and if in succession the dominoes are just commanding these ridiculous offers, and if Rivera and company are like, we're just not, we're not sticking our neck out for any of these guys, would you still entertain a Newton one-year deal? No. Okay. Well, I, I would only because if they do, it means that Rivera and company are comfortable with it. And if they are, then I guess I am. That's the only reason because I don't think they're going to do it. If there's, they're if there's, also comfortable with Kyle yeah. Allen. He sucks. I'm telling you, man. Well, they were coming into this year as a backup. So well, they do love Kyle Allen. You know, I mean, there's they no, love Kyle. They, they view Kyle Allen at least in publicly. I don't know if they think privately, but publicly, they view Kyle Allen as like a starter, like well, that kind of potential. I think they do. I well, I think though it's it's still more of a if they if you have to, not because we really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and that's be, a concern. I mean, it's a concern. Yeah, but if they're but again, if if they're they're conservative, right? And Rivera and Del Rio are defensive-minded coaches. And if they go, look, we're going to overhaul a portion of this roster and still be significantly better roster-wise than we were last year, and we can win three or four more games and possibly compete for the division again, fuck, why are we going to sell the farm for for Derek Carr? To me, where they're going to go cheap is on assets. I don't think they give up much more than – they're not giving up much more than a first and a third for a quarterback. That's it. Right. That's going to be I'm their with, ceiling. I'm with you, but and I don't mean to poop. I mean, look, Ron Rivera's not stupid. He knows what he wants. He, yeah. he, he can see talent. And I think Martin Mayhew can too. I, you know. Right. Um, right. They're, they're not stupid, but I don't, I, I think they should be bullish on quarterbacks. Now, I think Cam Newton is done. I think his body is just, you know, something happened in New England. He looked incompetent, yeah. not just bad, but incompetent. I would be more comfortable with Tyrod Taylor mm. or somebody yeah, like that. Yeah, you brought up that name. You yeah. know, J- Jacoby Brissett is is probably looking for some playing time. Marcus Mariota is probably looking for some playing time. Yeah, but you got to trade for him. Yeah, but if you give up a f- yeah, but you're right because you he's up a backup, fourth or so. a fifth. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, yeah. those guys. Cheap. Those guys are going to be yeah, expensive. Those guys I personally would love a Mariota Allen. Mariota, right. Kyle Allen, and then Heineke's prefer, your third. Yeah, you know, I would, would draft a guy. I would. I would prefer Mariota over uh, certainly Cam Newton. And Tyrod Taylor, because I think you can work with him. I think so too. I agree he's, with that. Uh, you know, I completely forget about him. Yeah. Well, he's the backup in in uh, Oakland. Yep. So if if you know, obviously, if Oakland gets um, Stafford, that's going to make Carr available. But if you're Mariota, you know, it's you're happy to be on a team, but dude, you need to start playing to make some bonus stuff. Plus, everybody wants to play. You yeah. Know? Oh, for sure. I mean, only Colt McCoy <laughs> is living the dream of being a 12-year backup and making $5 million each year. Him, being a backup. him and Chase Daniel. And Chase, oh. yeah, yeah, right. Um, no, but I just think the big thing Fat is... Fat quarterback yeah. from Missouri. That guy was, yeah. that guy was great. Looked like a punter. They're just not going to give up a lot of assets, I think, is the bottom line. They'll pay a guy if they have to, but they don't want to give up those the draft at capital. That's what they want to hold on to, I, in I, my I, opinion. I think you're right, and... and I mean, we've seen how valuable those drafts. I got picks no are, problem giving up a nineteen. Oh no, no, no tell me, if you give up your first for your quarterback, that's fine. There's yep. no problem with that. But it's not; it's the multiple firsts or a first and a second. Even you know, a first and a third's even okay. I think because you have two of them. So. I think the the Washington has uh, a, a an asset like a you know those extra D line guys. I mean, you can exactly get a, you can get a DT one. You can get a first rate 
defensive tackle plus the first, and I'm not sure anybody else can match that. I, I agree with you. I because think, and, that, and, 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 and I'm not knocking this guy because his name gets thrown about around, but it's just a war of attrition. Yeah. It's a numbers game, and I think Payne is the guy. And if you throw Payne, I would rather give there, up Allen. I would too, because but Payne is considered better. the is considered, and he's the guy. a year younger. Yep. So that's another year of the rookie. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, man. I because you know, if you're Washington, you have Ionitis, you have Settle. Those exactly. dudes can play. Exactly. Absolutely, Absolutely so, they can, especially uh, in a real scheme where you have outside <laughs> presence. So <Yeah>. I could <laughs> see. And if you're Detroit, do you want? I mean, you want to get a one. You're going to get a one. But do you want to get a second, you know, a number two, a second? Well, let's say they say Washington, he's yours for a first and a, or any team, first this year and a second next year, uh, or a third next year. I, I'd probably do that. Yeah. Are but but I think you're better off if you're Detroit saying, "Give me your first and Deron Payne," because I know he can play. Yep. But like we've said, the problem with with when it's going to come to Stafford is though it's it's not you know yes if they want that D tackle bad enough we're in great shape. If not, everybody else that wants him picks higher than we do. So yeah. Fact. Well, that's not true because Indianapolis doesn't pick higher. Uh, well, I mean, there, but okay. there's you know San Fran, and I forget, there's a couple others that have been shown interest that are higher. So you know, I, I think that's going to be tough. All right. So, but we're in agreement that if this team, I, I think I'd love we're in to agreement. get Stafford for the record. I would uh, love to get him. He's and I, gun to my I, head. I would, I would be bullish on him. I'm, yep. I've been gun to my head. I got a blank tra- check. Yeah. Stafford's my guy. Since Georgia, I've liked that kid. Yep. So I want Matt yep. Stafford and Allen Robinson. Well, that would be a dream. I, that would be. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. All right. So Washington football team, there will be no end to the talking from. I'm the sure they media. will get neither. Yeah, I'm sure they will. That's we'll get some. A, we'll get some other Carolina reject. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll yeah, that's see what how happens. I was going to kind of start the conversation. This is really exciting, but I'm not <clears> overly. Could be so, a big dud too. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, all right. So we will move on to our final topic of the evening. And that is I'm so your proud of these guys, man. Washington Capitals, your first place, Washington Capitals. Dude, I mean, what's okay. that, what is their record? <clears throat> All right, so four they are four zero and three. They have yet to lose in regulation. Um, That's zero regulation losses. And zero. They, but have, they suck in overtime. And they have the last <laughs> three games. They have done this without the likes of the Russian contingent of Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov. And Samsonov. If you start or end with all of your. And then fucked. last night they did it without Mr. Tom Wilson in the lineup as well. And 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 then during the game they lost one Nicholas Backstrom and and Lars Eller. Eller, holy you, how they, we got an update on he looked woozy as shit. He didn't look great. Um, is there any is is Komarov facing any supplemental discipline for that hit or not? I haven't heard a word about either one of those guys, and I was on Twitter most of the day. I so, was too. I was hoping to, um, to get updates, but I, with I, the day off between games, there's just no reason for any. Well, except thing is that you would hear about the suspension because it has to come down today. I'm pretty sure because they play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, or because right. it, it wasn't a match or anything like that. I don't think it will get supplementary discipline. I think we'll probably already pass that point anyway. Uh, I don't think it should. It was a bad hit. It got what it deserved. A five minute major. He, he got. I, I agree you with you. Think it was intent, or was it just a hit that went he's awry? Not, he's, he's a com- he's a complete scumbag. He's an idiot. But he he's just, not, he, That's yeah. the way he plays. He he didn't mean to hurt him. No, right. definitely not. But he's just he's consistently been such a fucking dipshit in his career that he hurts people. So yeah, it's, whatever. It's a little bit a little bit Wilson esque. I mean, it's just like yeah, yeah know, but he's not that tough. No, no, he's he's yeah. such a no, bitch. No. But I'm just saying, it's like it, was, it certainly wasn't. It was. It was one of those. It was just. It was stupid. Like you it, was, said. it was. That dumb. was it. You know. Well, on the upside, let's really hope that all Eller was was woozy. Mm-hmm. They went into concussion protocol. We haven't heard anything. Let's hope for the best. Um, and the instant karma 
of last night was Komarov getting absolutely burned uh, by Schultz yeah. on the game-winning goal. Yeah. And did you see his look? <laughs> the, I actually the, didn't there's the, the um, NHL.com. It was their cover page, and it said, right. you know, Caps win a, a thriller. You know, two Stanley Cup contending teams, right. Caps win a thriller. And it's the boys celebrating in the background. And Varlamov, like, taking the puck out of the net. And then in the foreground is Komarov looking up at the uh, rafters nice. like, fuck me. <laughs> so great, well, asshole. I, I thought, you know, obviously – Losing that much talent, and I'm not going to include Varlamov in there because I'm a Vite. Vite what you well, he also, play, he Vanacek. also Vanacek. plays for the Islanders, but yeah, I know what you meant. Samsonov. Samsonov. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, I am. I, I don't really care about him anymore. Uh, I'm a Vanacek <laughs> guy. He's my guy. I'm going to get his jersey. Uh, but when you're playing against Varlamov with a depleted line, uh, depleted lineup, and then you lose Backstrom and Eller, I know. I was like, they're never going to score again. Um, and to get a victory, I was just hoping for one point out of I out of both games. Pretty much was as well. You know, here's the interesting thing too: uh, with a stacked lineup, just a pre, uh, you know, a handful of games previously, I thought we looked listless. We we had talked about it last week. I we weren't pressing the pace quite enough. I didn't like our zone time. I didn't like our chances last night with that depleted lineup. We outshoot New York thirty-seven, thirty-four, yeah. even on hits, even on. Um, you know, almost every other category. I'm going. What the f- does it tell you that they don't? Maybe the maybe the Russians, right? Affect the passing and the crispness and the effort. And uh, so I think the key word there is effort. And in one game, you can get an effort from the likes of Sprong and Scarbosa and Sheary right. and those kinds of guys. It's not sustainable. No, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not saying I don't want those guys back. Right. But right. I'm just saying I wonder if. Um, if it's you know, and I and I do think this. I think when Ovi comes back, he's going to be pissed. Oh, I think so too. Because the NHL, like, sort of, you know, it's not like any other. It's not like the other teams haven't been breaking protocol. Yep. Right. And it's just that they tried. The Caps apparently tried to hide it. But I I agree with Ovi's wife. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's stupid. You know? But you, hey, you you'll say you'll be the first one I think to agree with me though. They signed on the dotted line, oh, and yeah, every single you, follow, you, know? you can't, yeah. you can't argue that. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm not. But what I'm saying is, is when other teams do it too, right? And they get their games postponed mm-hmm. because of COVID, right? Um, and when you're uh, you know sitting next to each other on the bench and all that shit, I, we've been. You know, it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a PR move. Yep. And I think it was we're going to show we're going to use the Capitals as the uh, as yeah, they're the example as the so example. Right? Yep. Because so you got the big names yeah. up there and everything else. But I think what it's going to do, hopefully, maybe I'm hopeful. I, Kuznetsov, he probably don't give a fuck. But <laughs> but uh, but I think Ovi's going to. This is a this is a slap in my face. Mm-hmm. If this was Sidney Crosby, it would not have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there would not have been a suspension. No, this is the right. kind of thing where Ovi wants to go out and put up five next time he plays. Right. Yep. I mean, that's the, you know, and knock motherfuckers around. Yep. Yeah. I'm a little worried about Tom Wilson. If it's a growing, that could be a long. That could be a, a you know, you get two games, you feel good. You get the third game, oh shit, you tweaked it again. Now you're out again. I'm just wondering. Yeah, if- there's so mum on what that injury is. Do you have yeah. any inkling? Well, I mean, my first thought was groin, um, but just because he said it, it felt weird, he's never had it before. But I was wondering, you know, I don't, I'm not going to do the research to find out if he's ever had a pulled groin before. But that would make sense, you know, because that's one of those where you it's so day to day and you really don't know mm-hmm. until. You skate hard. It was almost like uh, Smith this year for you know Washington football in terms of you don't know until the next day. Gotcha. So that that's a little bit worrisome. Um, but 
you know, at the same time, you know, I, I don't want to say, hopefully it's not a start of a hernia or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, um, had that, I had that thought. Do but, you guys uh, agree with me that Jensen should never play another minute for the Washington Capitals? No, no I don't agree with you. Fuck. <laughs> I think TVR is much better. I like the way he plays. I like. I think well, well here's what I like better. right now. Is I'd like to sit Char because that guy looks like me on skates. Well, what I like right now is he's got lots of interchangeable parts. And yeah. we talked about this before the season started. It's going to be a season unlike any other. You have to have depth. You can't well, have just seven, eight guys. You need yeah, 10, 11, I, 12 yeah. defensemen. Well, I've been saying at least nine or 10 when you're hoping to only use seven or eight. And they haven't gone there until recently. That's right. Um, but they look like they're not missing a beat. Seeks looks better. Seeks looks better. I'm laughing better. at myself because I always pick one player to hate. Like I, and I don't even like me. I <laughs> just have Jensen? one. Yeah. Now, now Jensen. It used to was a two day I couldn't Marcus Johansson. I you hated Johansson. Hated you hated Johansson, Stevenson. And I hated Stevenson. Right? Jansen's my new guy. <laughs> He's the guy I pick on. And he'll do one thing right and I'll overlook it and ignore it. And he'll do one thing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be in the corner and he'll get out muscled, which because that happens pretty much every shift. <laughs> and you know, and he'll you know and I'll go like, Well, I'll pussy and I'll text you guys and Jeremy will be like, go fuck yourself. And, <laughs> but Jensen's my new Stevenson. Okay. All right, so he's your whipping boy for the year. He is my whipping well, boy. And, and right. I got to say, no, that C's and um, and TVR have looked solid, very solid. Um, now, of course, they've only been playing with, at home games, right? So last change. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. that, that's true. You know, I, I that, I'm wondering Fucking, how much. Why are you bringing facts to my argument? <laughs> I'm just wondering how. I think this year, no, but it's it's a good point because it's this year is so much different. It's so interesting. I'm curious to how much that matters. Mm-hmm. Are they a little more comfortable with Jensen in all situations? But they're much more comfortable overall saying, "Hey, we like TVR and C." in there and if we have last change put them out when we want with yep. the forward lines we want we, we're comfortable mm-hmm. but you know Jensen with his faults more experience a little more you know two way you know I, it's, it's going to be an interesting thing to see I'm surprised it actually took this long to start getting these guys in it also makes you wonder you know Chara was not at his best last night so <laughs> he's you know, old we got to get him some rest dude I don't know, why they, I don't know so, why they keep putting him out there every so night. maybe you know but you, you rest him tomorrow night. you know, know what he looks maybe. like on the ice the DB trying to tackle freaking <laughs> Tyreek no, no, Hill. No, no. Where he's like skating in mud. Yeah. No, he looks like one of us trying to tackle Hill. I tell you what, Char man. is all about reach and experience and everything. That know. giveaway on the bar's alcohol was just... Well, when I first saw it, I was like, I had to hit somebody's skate. No. Nope. No. <laughs> I just slipped off um, the top of the stick. Look, and I know that that center breakout is one of the, the newest... That, that's one of the yeah, new fads. But, but, not, you gotta, but you got to look. Well, you got to look. Fucking look you, first. I mean, he literally just lazily threw a puck into well, the center slot for one of the most talented guys in the NHL. It makes you wonder if it was one of those where he changed his mind last minute, was going to go boards, then, and then just his fanned. mind, and then fans look almost just slipped off the toe. Yeah, There's no it could way because even if you're putting that pass out there, you're putting it out harder than that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think there was more of a oops than a, than a just a straight up. Oh, I'm going to pass. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to real quick. Do you think give, do you think Lavalette hates Kuzi before you get to your thought? Do you think he hates him already? Um, I, I and, think and once that once I'm gone. Yeah, he he definitely doesn't like. I I don't think he likes the fancy shit. I think he likes straight arrow hockey, um, which is why you see some of these guys that they called up thrive because they can all skate. Mm-hmm. They they love to muck it up in the corners. Doesn't matter what size they are. Have you noticed who's thriving right now under Lavalette's system? Panic. Yeah, he's got do. one point in seven games. Settle yeah. down. Do you see yeah, the way he's, he's playing, though? He's crushing people. He's just he destroying. It's a completely different kind of game that I've ever seen him play. And I'm telling you, that's where a coach like Laviolette is similar to Trotz, in that he'll come in, he'll give you a few pointers, and you go, that guy knows what he's talking about. I'm, I'm going to go. He's you know. got one point in seven games, but I will agree. He's he's noticeable. Yes. 
Yes, I like would agree with that. Last year, he was just not noticeable. I completely agree with so that. So maybe he's doing other things. But. So where, where I was going to go with that was I was watching the NHL Network coverage post-game last night, or maybe it's NBCSN, um, but it wasn't the local guys. RIP soon, NBCSN. Yeah, seriously. Fuck that shit. Um, and um, Mike Babcock was actually on the panel. God, he doesn't even know where to look at the camera. So Was he calling everybody an asshole? Painfully <laughs> awkward, but they threw it to him, and... Uh, um, uh, Catherine Tappan goes, so what do you think? Are these two teams Stanley Cup contenders? And he goes, this year is so weird. He goes, I can't tell you. He goes, what I can tell you is this. He goes, both of these teams are incredibly deep. And he goes, when you watch Washington play a professional Barry Trotz coach team without, and then he named all the guys, and he goes, you wouldn't even know that watching that game that those guys weren't there. He goes, that's the Peter, Peter Laviolette factor. He goes, that's what they were missing last year. So he, he threw well, your that, boy Reardon right any, under the bus. Anybody can fucking see that <laughs> shit, dude. But his point yeah. was, he goes, these are two teams that are veteran-coached, veteran-laden uh, rosters, but deep as shit. And he goes, they will beat the shit out of you in the playoffs. He didn't yeah. say those words, but, but he kind of said, they're not the fastest teams, but he goes, you know what? Well, and the thing <laughs> yeah. is, when you have X-Factor, I mean, Barzal, Jesus Christ, that guy. How talented he is. He's so good. Fuck. Um, and, you know, back to Kuzi a little bit. I, I think that the, uh, my guess is he's not pissed at it. Well, he might be pissed at him for the whole, you know, COVID thing. But in terms of his effort and the way he's played, frustrated. But I still think, because he even said this before he got here, he's like, everybody's got a clean slate. I want to see what I can do with these guys. In theory, Kuzi should thrive in his he system. He should. Because those quick ups, he'll have all the time and space yes. multiple times. It's almost back to the um, similar to Boudreaux days, except Boudreaux's a little more stretch pass. I agree. But it's like, Get these guys excited because they you play defense to turn into offense so you get your chances. Kuzi's gonna be so excited about having six chances a period because he'll get them if he's playing the, the playing the but system. He doesn't right. shoot. I, he, you know, but th- that will come. You know, it, it will come. And and actually, the quick up on the game winning goal last night. Yeah. When it, I laughed before they scored because I saw Hathaway on the wing. I'm like, oh, there's no way that pass is getting over. Was I was like, holy beautiful. shit. Absolutely. I mean, beautiful. that was, that was just a nice little, nice little flat, you know, pass and, and Schultz with a quick release. I was like, but that's, Couldn't that is, back you to Kuzi. But that <laughs> is, you, if you look at the success that Laviolette had in Nashville and you look at how he likes to engage offensive minded defensemen, he does it with all defensemen. Yes. He's like, if you're on the strong side, jump up in the play. Yes. If you don't get back, that's on somebody else. Mm-hmm. He's like, you jump up in the play, and that's what they kept doing last night. Lots and lots of shots from the demon. Dylan, I think, is playing great yes. hockey right yes. now. Have really we, good hockey. Have we confirmed, though, that the Caps or the, the Russians are only <laughs> suspended four games? It's not really suspended. It's quarantined. Well, whatever. It's a, it's a combination it, of I'm going to call it so suspended. Sam, do you know that Sam Sonoff tested positive, right? I mean, I don't know. It's HIPAA, yeah. but that's what so, I've heard. Yeah. yeah, so Sam Sonoff tested positive. Ovi and Orloff have had it and have the antibodies. Kuzi okay, tested negative multiple you know. times. Okay. So I think you'll see the three players back before you'll see Sam Sonoff oh, back, which is fine guy. right now because, to your point, Vanacek he looks, looks great. Good. <laughs> but if you get Orloff back, then maybe you can sit Chara for or Jensen. <laughs> well, I, that's a given. You got unless, he's, unless, he's already unless, cut Jensen. Unless you play, he's put Jensen on the taxi Unless you're squad. playing twelve yeah. defense for Hershey. They're, At they're a time, there's no way Jensen should make the roster. Uh. But I, I don't know. Maybe he does something. Maybe maybe I'm just not seeing it. Maybe being a pussy in the corners and giving up the puck all the time and always looking like you don't know what you're doing, maybe that's a plus. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind, Lavi said that Char Jensen was a top pair of the first few games. So, I mean, you know. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then reality hit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not playing, so that says something. Yeah. 
Well, again, the depth. And TVR has played pretty well. I think he has right? played well. He's pretty quick. I, I like yeah. the way he moves the puck. Well, TVR and Siegs, those are the two guys who talked about said, we have eight legitimate NHL defensemen. Correct. But, but, but to your point, I mean, it's the new guy. Right, so you're always gonna like the new guy better sure. than the old guy, sure. especially the old guy you don't look, mm-hmm. you don't well, like. TVR sounds cooler than Jensen. So, <laughs> TVR has a little bit more. To your point about panic being more noticeable, TVR is more noticeable. Right. He uh, he moves the puck with a little bit more precision and a little quicker. So when Jensen is fumbling around, you go, "Oh, look!" But at TVR. he might not be able to do the. What are some of the things he can't do that Jensen can? So he do. thinks he can make every stretch pass across the middle, and he turned it over three or four times last night. Okay. Jensen's not going to turn that puck over, yeah. but he's also not going to make the pass. So he's so, maybe more reliable. Correct. Right. But you put them all in a bag and you mix them up, and what you have, like Jay just said, is eight legit NHL defensemen on the roster, and then you have some good talent on the outside of that yeah. getting looks here and what there. What does Sieg's not do well? She's not that big. Is that, is that it? Well, it's also, he's just, you know, it's it's decision-making. It's it's ability to move the puck quickly. Um, you know, you just, you need time at this level. He's still only, what, 21 or something like that? He's a little older than that. Uh, but, but, I mean, you, but, you, you, yeah. need, you need reps, you yep. know, and he just hasn't You know he reminds him. me of, is a young Brian Pothier? Who kind okay. of bounced around a little bit? People are like, oh, he's too small. He doesn't do anything well. And then the guy was in the league for fourteen yeah. years or whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I feel you know he, it's like one of those things. He does everything okay. Yep, yep. You know, skates pretty well. Relatively but again, tough. That's, to me, an okay NHLer on the blue uh, line is you well, need that guy on your roster, especially right now. this year. I mean, Correct. You know, and I know we need all these guys. Period. Mm-hmm. We need them all. Well, dare um, I say, if for some reason an Eller is going to be a big question mark tomorrow night. We yeah. just talked about Wilson being a big ass wild card. Backstrom, fucking if Backstrom can't go, holy shit! Is Dowd your second line center, first line center? I mean, you got to play Dale Hunter hockey. <laughs> well, you know, I just mean, dump it and fucking go in there and right. people thing, up. It was it's a weird day, man. It's because they do they have no, were they not even at Kettler today, or it's not called Kettler anymore? You know what I mean? Um, Ned Star Capital Icebox. Um, because we didn't hear much at all from them. Like some places I heard they thought when Michael got hurt, and that's why he didn't play last night. That's fuck? what I heard. I, yeah, that, that is, what but, I heard. but I don't know if that was they were one, they were just wondering because he didn't play or I didn't you know I didn't see anything on. Well, that uh, would really suck if he got hurt. I, I didn't see anything it. on Rush Machine um, about anything about injuries. Well, at I, all. I didn't see shit today. Like Jeremy said, and I, I was checking Twitter up until I walked in here today, yeah, and there was just much. nothing. But let yeah. me tell you this: after after the Islanders, they got a game with the Rangers who don't look great. Um, then they got two with Boston. They're playing better. Yeah, no, wait a minute. Did they got Oh, they no, I'm sorry. They got the Islanders, Islanders and then they got two, two with yeah. Boston. Then they got one with the Rangers on Thursday, February 4th. It's a little weird. Then they got two with the Flyers. And is it one more back with the Rangers after that or something? I forget what it is. No, there's no, uh, okay. it's just a standalone game. Okay. Odd. First one. Well, again, <laughs> Lobby I mean, let said he likes the it's less scouting. Yeah. You don't need to you don't need to advance scout somebody you just play. Well, no, no man, you just it, it, it's it, instead of being like a yo-yo where you feel like you're constantly having to adapt like Jerry always says going out to the West Coast, you're like it's shitty having to go out there and play Vancouver. You're like fuck, how do you prepare for those guys? Plus you get yeah. a day of travel, then Correct. you well, play, then you go Correct. a day of travel. Yep. Four games, first four games traveled once. Yep. yep. Usually it's four days of travel. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, so now Carlson, those Boston games are going to be rugged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rugged. Absolutely. All the games are, man. Last night's game was rugged. You know, I expect to get boat raced the next game because Tots is probably like, what the fuck? I've never lost here. He's going to he's pissed. And and we're losing to some guy named Michael Scarbara. Scarbosa. Scarbosa. Whatever. Trots was embarrassed last night. Derek Carr. (laughs) Derek Carr. (laughs) (laughs) Now he was Trots was pissed last night. Um, If if we're smart. And we can just keep them at bay a little bit. 
God, heaven forbid, if we steal another point somehow, just get a point. Holy man. shit, that would be amazing. I expect to get boat raced. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for that. But I want my boys back for Boston because I think yes. if, if if they got any nuts, and I know Ovi does, they're gonna be chomping at the fucking bit, especially with Marshan's ass talking shit. You know, saying how they let him down. I fucking hate that guy. He's a piece I, of shit. I fucking hate that guy. God, can he play though? But uh, yeah, I wouldn't even want him. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't my, even want him. My worst scouting job ever was watching Marshawn play in the. AHL and saying, well, he's not going to make it. <laughs> and now he's a top five p- yeah, fantasy now maker. Now he's the man. <laughs> um, now nah, he's a stud. So, well, hey, Caps in first place right now, super early, but having faced adversity already with the roster, and that have, will probably continue. They have the toughest teams. So. You know, they've, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, like, uh, I like the trend. I like the way, the way they're playing. And I think last night's game shows you that the group of guys does believe in LaViolette and the staff and what, the work that they're putting in. Obviously, you can get Kuzi back and Ovi, but I think Orloff may be the, may be the most important because it'll give, Huge. Some, it'll give some relief to – because he's a top four guy. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, any, any other parting words for the week, gents? Um, in the next, uh, here are the next five games. Give me a, uh, actually the next six games. Give me a record. Okay. New York, Islanders, um, two with Boston, one with the Rangers, two with Philly. Six games, I say they go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go two, two, and two. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'll go three and three. Okay. So we think they're going to get six points out of those six games. Right. Which isn't a great pace, but considering they're sitting at what eleven points after seven, uh, yeah, that's, that's solid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. And uh, hey, let's let's hope Tommy's injury is short term. Let's hope yeah. that Eller just got a little you know woozy and he's back at it. And Same Backstrom's Baxter. a warrior, you know. So hopefully he's back out there. And uh, I mean, he doesn't move a lot. So what do you really need? <laughs> and uh, hey, let's hope we get some more power plays here in the next few weeks. Jesus nice Christ, that's yeah. the one thing that the discipline is just killing me. Yeah, uh. I'm, not gonna, I'm not getting into that tonight. <laughs> we'll save our referee bashing for next week. Well, I mean, they, beers they, and tears. You know, I, I understand refs suck, but it's not. They're not all bad. Self inflicted half the time, mm. more than half. There's a lot there, but whatever. <laughs> we'll unpack. We'll <laughs> Jerry unpack now leaves in a bad mood. That's right. That's right. Jerry's all pissed that's off. That's right. All right, boys. A well, have Hopefully a good evening. Wear your masks, and we will see you next week from Wings, Beers, and Tears. Later. Peace. See ya.